This podcast may contain coarse language. This podcast absolutely contains coarse language, 120%. What? You heard me, mate. And it may or may not be gluten free. Mm. Well, welcome to the first episode of the Pinnacle for 2019. I'm here with the Sausage Man, and we've got a lot of exciting topics to discuss today. Um, We've had some, some. Spicy sex tapes that have come up early in the year for yes. some, some NRL players. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to brush on the, the Six Nations and the start of Super Rugby this year. And, of course, it's going to be a massive year in sport with the Cricket and Rugby World Cups. We're also going to talk about the, uh, the Super Rugby that's coming up this weekend. Got a few talking points there we want to talk about. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we're also going to have a bit of a, bit of a sausage corner for you. We're going to have a wee topic to Vocal. We, we really... I, think, I think everything we, everything we discuss is pretty topical. The pinnacle... Is the topic to Vodka, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know that we've got some billions of listeners that are tuning in um, in the various forms of media that we're available in, yep. in your, your Instagram, your Facebook, your SoundCloud. Just for the non, non-German listeners there, I just want, to, just want to let you know the topic, Dear Vodka, so that's topic of the week. Mm. So Dear Vodka, it's a nice, we kind of like, you know, delve into the German German language. Yeah, we, we'd like to teach, teach you guys Germany. a little bit of German we each week. In Germany, yeah. Maybe some Danish this week. There's a couple of Danish lessons Danish. there for us all. Yeah, there's a couple of Danish lessons in the Sausage Corner, which uh, which is yeah, yeah. Thanks to David. Look, we want we want to make everyone informed and uh, more cultured. Really, I mean that's, that's the right. aim of the Pinnacle. Yeah, and um, and to have a bloody good time. Bloody good time. So it's all about uh, the Pinnacle. One hundred and ten percent entertainment. Seven T's of entertainment. Seven T's, bro. Seven T's of 110% entertainment. 70%? 70%? No, seven T's of 110%. Seven T's. If you don't know, then you don't know. Yes, mate. The Sausage Man. Welcome to The Pinnacles, first podcast of 2019. Welcome, Boise. Um, we don't call it a podcast anymore. Oh, no, that's right, yeah. It's just uh, 110% entertainment. The Pinnacle. The Pinnacle. Welcome to 2019, Sausage Man. Yeah, hey, you too. Mace, welcome to 2019. Yeah, cheers. Glad we're all here. Nice. 2018 was was last year. Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty good year. Yeah, was it in good, good in, in what sense and what oh, regard for you? Well, the pinnacle started. Mm-hmm. The pinnacle began. Because you, you've got pre-pinnacle, so which is yep. PP, and then you've got post-pinnacle, which is also PP. Okay, so it's now one PP, or it's like June PP, something like that. No, nah, there's something like that. It's, it's probably, probably about 10, 10, no, six. Yeah, six, it's about, it's about you know... Six. Let's say six months. Thirteenth of, of June, PP. Yeah. One PP. June. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Make, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Since it began on well, the first of August, uh, we've been working on the uh, the measurement system of time, post pinnacle and pre pinnacle. I mean, the pinnacle basically is your multimedia one stop entertainment shop, isn't it? One hundred and ten percent. One hundred and ten percent entertainment. So that encompasses. All possible areas of entertainment and... Yeah, um, Yeah, we're not going to, like, actually, you know, name them all. But, you know, as the media comes to you, you will understand what we're talking about. Four dimensions of entertainment. Yeah. As as we've been... Or at least four. ...called by critics before. Yeah, that's right. Multidimensional, time-travelling, 110% entertainment extravaganza. Post-pinnacle. Pre-pinnacle, there was nothing. Pre-pinnacle, there was was nothing, yeah. Only three dimensions before that. Yeah, that's right. So we've, uh, we've, we've, we've cranked it up a notch. What else happened last year? Yeah. You know, there was a, a long period where I myself went back to the Antipodes just to check up on it, check oh. up on Australia, see what's going on down there. Uh, it rained almost 
exclusively the entire time I was there, rained. And then when I came back, you buggered off to Morocco, didn't you? I did, yeah. I actually had a week in Morocco. Okay. That was lovely. How was that? Uh, it was good. They didn't really know much about the pinnacle over there, though, which was surprising. Odd. That's odd. Yeah. I mean, in these post-pinnacle times, you think it would be quite a thing that would be uh, pretty well covered. You know, across the world. Were they excited, you know, at 2019, 2019 being a, a double, well, a triple World Cup year? Uh, yeah. That being cricket, rugby and basketball. And as we all know, the Moroccans are a rugby mad nation. They are, yeah. Um, and are they excited at the upcoming World Cup in Japan? No, they are. And um, I think there's a lot of good prospects for Morocco and, um, and rugby um, and, and probably in about 80 years once they, um, once they get good at it. I think they're currently sitting on the, uh, the world table of the 146th out of 171 nations and 25 of them don't play. So, yeah, I mean, they've got, they've got a bit of work to do. There's a few hurdles. There's, there's a few, a few steps to climb. Away. Yeah. The thing is, they're very quick and they're very stealthy, you know. I can imagine them being a force at the breakdown. I've seen them nick all kinds of things when I've been in Morocco, so I can't imagine that, you know, yeah. pulling a, a ball out of a ruck would be too much of a challenge for them. The I'll tell you one thing that might be interesting and which I have been... Um, watching with a more than a little enthusiasm is uh, women's sport because the Australian girls are a lot better than the, the bloody Australian men. At, well, just in general? Uh, better looking? Well, it's sport. Oh, it's and, sport. And also okay, so at I'm looking. Here. Okay, yeah. I believe there is a Women's Cricket World Cup coming up this year. I've watched a lot of the women's sevens rugby and I found that quite entertaining. And some of the skills that I saw on display in the T20 cricket has been um, quite surprising, actually. These girls can bowl quick and hit big sixes. They can pull off a, a step behind the back passes and big tackles in, yeah. in, in rugby. So, you know, it's, um, it's a, a bit of encouragement for Australian sport because, as we know, men's sport in Australia is down in the bloody doldrums. Yeah, well, so, I mean, if I paid any attention to cricket, they'll probably know even more about uh, how shit your country is going to sport in the male sector. That's a, that's a shame, Boise, but, you know, 2019 might be your year. World, Cup, World Cup's afoot. A well, look, the World Cup's that matter. Yeah. This year coming up. Yeah. Cricket and rugby. Yeah. Couldn't give a rat's about any other World Cups. No. Football World Cups, you know, I, I do get mildly interested in it. But, yeah, we've got a bit of time for that, which we will we'll be covering because it, it is in Qatar, which I can imagine will be a, an excellent trip for us to go on. I can't imagine anywhere I'd more like to visit than Qatar to watch a bit of football in some air-conditioned stadiums because the temperature in the, in the field is probably around 55 degrees Celsius. You can't get beer um, and you can't party. No beer, no party. They controversially won the, the hosting rights over Australia, but I don't see any controversy in there at all. I think it's just a great place to, to host a, a world sporting event. Yeah, when it's 55 degrees. Yeah, they, no, they play most of the games around 4am. Oh, when it, gets, when it gets nice and cold and it's, it's better for broadcasting times around the world. Maybe one day they'll play the Rugby World Cup in Antarctica. I hope they do because uh, we, we deliver your leap of us down there, don't we? Exactly, yeah. We, we get, we get Basti down there with, with the Leverse on the bike. On the, the delivery bike. But, look, moving forward, what kind of markers have we got for, you know, who, who's, who's going to be good in the World Cup? We've seen New Zealand beat almost all in sundry, as they do. They were given a scare by England. They lost to Ireland, and they lost one game to South Africa. Correct. So their form is rubbish, really. Because, wow, you know, it's a little bit patchy. I mean, did Australia win two games last year? No, we won. We won the odd game. I believe we beat the Italian, the mighty Italians. Oh. The you been watching any of the Six Nations so far? I've been trying to watch a little bit. We um we managed to score ourselves a couple of lucrative sausage selling geeks. That's right, we did um, too. Yeah, I've kind of tried to block that out of my memory, to be honest. At a bar which we won't name, 
Tudor, we, I don't, you know, we've talked to the law team and they've said just don't mention the names. They're good people, but, you know, seeing as we're, in, we're a hot commodity here in Berlin, we're obviously the thing on everyone's lips when it comes to, you know, cooking some snacks. So it could have gone a little better than it did, couldn't yeah. it? Yeah. So basically they've provided the oven, which was very nice of them because we, otherwise we couldn't have done it. Yeah. Because we were indoors in a bar. They didn't bother, you know, doing a proper job on cleaning that thing, though, did they? So obviously smoke detectors went off through the whole place. We had um, the owner of the place losing his absolute fucking mind running around. You know, I was just, I just kept cooking sausages. Um, yeah. It wasn't really much else we could do, really. Just, Moved the oven out back. I went and did the dishes, mate. Kept um, cooking all these sausages for all these, all these people that, that weren't consuming them. And their question to us was, um, you guys want to come back? Didn't you have fun? It's like, we've kind of got a lot on our plates. I came here to make fucking money. And what we did was run at a massive loss because of the fucking drink spill they gave us after two days, which was about 150 euro altogether, which is about 130 euro more than we made. And to top it off, and I, I was certainly in the wrong here, we had to move that oven, didn't we? Because we had to use it the next day. Yeah, we had a big day so, the next day. Had a great yeah, we load, day loaded day. into the Jeez, van. It was a good day the next day. <laughs> loaded into the van, which I will admit I shouldn't have been driving, but we, we had to go two blocks, two blocks, didn't we, to drop that thing two, off? Two and a half. Two and a half blocks. And as fate would have it, as we were parked trying to unload it, some idiot taxis trying to get around. Two, two-way street. Could have done it easily. Refused to and just sat in his horn, at which point Sausage Man jumps out of the car, pint in hand, and starts gesticulating madly at him. At which point the police, who happen to be behind us, get out and say, fuck you guys doing, turn around the corner. And I went, oh, fuck me. Well, yeah. we all know how this ends. So, I mean, the, anyway, rest is, the rest is actually... A few hours in a cell. Um, blood test. Um, irresponsible driving. We'll see... What the outcome of that is, but uh, I, I'm resigned myself to not being able to drive for the rest of 2019. Well, I'm probably not going to do any time. I think that's mostly just out of respect to the pinnacle and how much you know. I know that the the police team down there at Tempelhof, they were all big fans. I had to yeah. give quite a few autographs, and um, they said they couldn't wait until the next episode, and they'd asked where the fuck we've been for all of 2019 because it's it's mid February already. We're in a busy start to the year. Um, well, not what with Morocco and like you know jail time, j- jail time. Then there was uh, there was fried January, so there's a lot of fry ups getting fried in uh, January oh, for the sausage man. We did a big fry up as well, didn't we? We did a big fry. That was yeah. that was good Pinnacle fun. Fr- we had the Pinnacle Christmas. Pinnacle Christmas. I don't think either of us remember any any of that. No, but it was but bloody. We, I think it was a bloody good day. We cooked a, cooked some of your delicious ham. Yeah. We cooked a, a, a big old fucking goose. We cooked turkey. a small turkey. But a pork a belly. Big fucking pot of gravy. Some, it was a some, very good pot of gravy. Goose fat potatoes. God, what else? We had a champagne breakfast. Yeah, I mean, that's, that was that was the beginning of the end. I think, to be honest. How do we snooze at one twenty four pm? Yeah. So this year's upcoming plans. What do, what do, what do we want to do this year? I'm personally going to try and make a bit more money. I don't, I don't mean personally. And, and I mean spend less time in jail. I mean, what's the pinnacle going to do this year? Pinnacle this year. So okay, not 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 go to jail. Okay. It's a good one. So like, for, for all of us here at the Pinnacle, it's a good thing for us not to go to jail. Yeah. Well, I'm, That's I'm, a really good start. I'm working on it. Um, I'm working on it. Unfortunately, we do have a, a big weekend coming up, don't we? Mm-hmm. It's Sausage mm-hmm. Man's birthday. It certainly is, yep. Um, yep. Which will be big. And I... Yep. Look at that. It's a good chance I'll get locked Thanks, up Mom. in. 41 years coming up. Watch this space. I didn't think you were ever going to admit that on you, how old you are. Oh, always a minute, mate. <laughs> 41 hours of celebrations. And it's a it's a big year of sport. We've like as we've as we've touched on, mm. we're in the in almost in the middle of the Six Nations at the moment. Yeah. So we're two two weeks in, and it kind of seems like if it, from 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 my point of view anyway that so far um, England are looking pretty good and probably going to win it. 
mm-hmm. just because everyone else is shit. They've been playing good rugby, and I, I really hate when I say that because if there's... Shout out to old man Boise. There's not a fucking team in the world I hate more than England. And watching them play with a good game plan, beating the Irish, and seeing the Irish, well, they've exposed the Irish. So actually it might work out in, the, in Ireland's favour with them losing that game. Yeah. Because now they might find a bit of form and they might work out, work on their game plan yeah. leading up to the World Cup. Who do you think's been the best performing New Zealand coach so far in the Six Nations? Uh, well, probably Joe Schmidt, I'd say. Well, who's the other guy? Warren Gatland, Vern Crotter. Now, probably Joe Schmidt. They beat uh, New Zealand convincingly last year, and so I'll give them all credit where credit's due. Bloody that was a, it was a good game of rugby. I wouldn't it's say convincingly. There was only seven points in it. Well, yeah, well, yeah. The pinnacle. It's the start of Super Rugby. It is the start of Super Rugby. First weekend on my birthday. The Mighty Crusaders playing the Blues. First <coughs> game of oh, second game of the competition. Sorry, Friday night we've got uh, Chiefs and the Highlanders. Saturday we've got the Blues and the Mighty Crusaders. Which the Crusaders will win easily, even though Marnotti's playing for them again, the Blues. So you've, you, you have not bothered to mention Brumbies versus the Rebels. Bit of a dead rubber that game, isn't it? Um, dead I rubber? I don't know if you really know what dead rubber means, if you're calling that a dead rubber. I, I know what um, dead rubber means. The first game of the season, I by definition, cannot be a dead rubber. Neither of those teams are going to get in the top four. Oh, they're not. They're definitely not going to get in the top eight. Okay, just just so write that down. Put a little marker here on the recording, Mace, yeah. because this will come back to, to bite him on the ass. Yeah, because, um, sure, the, Re- sure. the rebels actually, I, I hate to admit it, but they've got a a good side. They got Quade this year. They got Quade. They do. Quade Cooper's making a comeback. They got Will Gennier, Quade Cooper, Meeks, Maddox, That's an almost all international backline. Um, got a few, got a few oldies that are coming back. Quake Cooper, which mentioned mentioned earlier. I mean, like, 30, I mean, when you say oldie, thirty years old, thirty old, years of age, oldie, oldie and a goodie, but not a goodie. So you know, Quake Cooper, Marnoni is coming back for the Blues. He's a little older. He's actually thirty six years old. Thirty six years old. He's legitimately old. Wants to be an All Black again. Uh, the Beaver for for the Chiefs. Stephen Donald. His key wants to come back. Well, he's coming back for the Chiefs. Um, yeah, good I don't luck. Know if to him. he wants to be an All Black. But... No, well, I don't think he'd. Yeah. Well, I didn't think he wanted to last summer. I don't know if it's up to him. It just depends how many people get injured. We've we've heard a bit of a rumor through the grapevine that John Eels uh, he's got up ambitions to to play in the he's World Cup. He's been keeping fit. Look, he's year. been keeping fit. It, I don't. I don't think that working in rugby admin is is doing him any favors, or Australian rugby, yeah. or the admin. So. Yeah, um, that's right. You know, it might be a good idea for him just to get back to doing what he does best, and that's um, missing missing easy penalty kicks and 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 being the best second rower of all time. That's right, eh? Choosing his choosing his kicks. Choosing yeah, his kicks. exactly. When he, when he well, wants yeah. to kick. I mean, maybe um, uh, for the admin side of things in Australian rugby, you should look at the um, defensive coach. Lux are back in there, mate. Yeah, well, she's she's good at admin. She's, she's good she's, at the she's, box. She is. So um, she's looking to upgrade her position as as line out coach and and uh, defence coach and general general skills coach. Um, and just get more into the sports admin type thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, she had, does have some communication issues with the players. Yeah. In terms of, of them working on their line-out moves and, and whatnot, which can explain the disastrous Wallabies line-out of the last 35 years. Yeah. Um, but, no, I've also heard that they're attempting to splice uh, Jerry Collins and John Lomu together and, and um, just, just clone that. Who else do you think would make a, a good splicing type arrangement? I reckon if you could get... Someone like Repenny Thowthow and Will Skelton. I don't even know who these people are. Okay. Richie like McCaw and, um, and... Dan and Carter in one? Nah, just Dan, just Richie McCaw and Richie McCaw. Richie McCaw and Richie McCaw. Yeah. Richie McCaw no, no, squared. Rich, Richie McCaw with, uh, with Troy Flavel's haircut. <laughs> I don't know if you need any, like, um, 
I mean, Richie McCall's still alive, so you could just like get a hairdresser to go and just. Yeah, but you want to play rugby as well, and he's given up. So, what about Brody Retallick and Bowden Barrett? Oof. Oh, well, that's Geordie Barrett, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they already did it. The what do you tell me about how good the Waratahs are going to be this year? So this is something that, that does excite me because they're lining up a good side this year. We've got the Hurricanes first up and we're resting most of our players. I read today that Kirtley is going to be on ice for, for game one, which is interesting because his replacement at 12, if you know Kirtley has decided to play 12 this year, is, is none other than um, the notorious Carmichael Hunt who um, was suspended last year following his arrest for dealing cocaine and was banned the year before for testing positive to cocaine. So I think he's a really good signing for the Waratahs because, um, as we all know, the Waratahs, they associate closely with rugby league teams in New South Wales. And that means basically, look, these, these guys, they like to go out and have a good time. Curly Beal was cited in some controversial NRL videos that went out Earlier in the, not official NRL videos, but Kurtley Beale allegedly cheering on as an elderly man snorted lines of a white powder off a mirror whilst in the company of a number of NRL players during their off season. So, you know, I think it's all fair game when it comes to the off season for NRL, and as do the players, as we can see from the history of NRL off seasons, which have delivered us no fewer than 60 controversial events. Yep. The um, most amusing of which came out, I believe, in, in January this year when Dylan Hercules Napper was involved in, in a series of sexual misdemeanor videos which were leaked onto the internet. So this one here is, he's got his mate there shadow boxing. Yeah. Um, and he's vigorously masturbating in the corner there, <laughs> watching him shadow box. We cut back to his mate shadow boxing again. Um, vigorously and then we cut back to him fingering his own bum also quite vigorous there's a lot of vigour involved in this video from I mean, that looks, NRL that's, that just looks, looks like a bloody good night to me just hanging out with you, know, you and your mate and someone's got to if ever I see one of my mates out. if you ever shadow box in front of me sausage man I'm going to fucking get my pants down I'm going to fist myself <laughs> as far as I can but I mean it, it's clear that these guys need to let off a little steam in the off season it's not great for rugby league when, you know, the public can see guys fisting their own arseholes while they're watching their mates shadow box. So, look, let's just get them oh, offshore, get them away from the cameras. Just give them a fucking big bag of drugs, bricks of coke, some ice. Um, some ice for the beer. Just give them their own island. Give them their own island. Yeah. Um, give, give them some girls, but, you know, make sure they're at least, you know, 18. Yeah. They'd be certainly grateful for it. They'd come back with renewed vigour for the, for the season. I can't see any possible downside to it, no, really. There's no, no it sounds, sounds like a good plan. We're going to Sausage Corner, are we? Right, so we've got, a, we've got my friend David up in uh, Copenhagen sent these up to me. And so, yeah, we've got a few things here. We just thought we'd come along to try them out on the Pinnacle live. First up, we've got... Oh, we'll just get you to read the uh, read the labels, Matt. <laughs> All right. So here we've got a rugged Oskarentler deal. Med Plomedica. Excuse my pronunciation, my Danish isn't, you know, what it could be. It's not what it used to be. No, never has been. There we go. This is the, we'll start off with the Brizola. Have a taste of that. Mmm. That's nice. Like a real yeah. soft, soft jerky. Mm. Yeah. Fuck. Oh. Fuck me. Yum. In New Zealand, we call it the eye round of the, um, of the beef. So, yeah, basically, you cure that for a certain amount of time, and then you take it out, and then you, um, yeah, dry it, basically. 
What have we got next? It's a great name. Madam Mango Bigger Pulitzer. Pulitzer. So you open that, mate. What have we got here? What's another big, bloody, long, long, bloody round it's like one sausage? Of these South African type things, isn't it? Yeah. It's got a bit of a, bit of a, a poo baby, baby poo smell to it. It looks like a poo as well. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, it's pungent, though, isn't it? It is, mate, yeah. It's got a. Very pungent. Mmm. Don't mind it. Mm. I prefer the other one. We've got next here. I, don't know, I think you'll be able to interpret that, mate. Szechuan Pulitzer. Szechuan, mate. Well, I spelled Szechuan wrong. Oh. Got some aroma to it, for sure. Aromatics. Bit of a niche or something in there, isn't it? That's why I'm at. I ain't a niche. Maybe. Well, I'm getting that. I'm getting that in niche. You know? Well, that could have been the quite a little bit of Mmm. Quite a little bit of Yeah, Right, so the last one. Last but not least, we're going to... Um... This looks like a, a fucking colostomy bag. Yes. <laughs> Where's the... the, the, the Let me stuff that, mate. Oh, I don't know. Feels weird. Yeah. Yes. It feels like a bag of shit. Yeah, and it's just like full of fat. It's like a defrosted Alaskan pipeline. Want <laughs> <laughs> to get a photo of that, mate? You chuck that back in the freezer. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's pretty fucking sloppy, mate. Yeah, man. Oh. It's costing you, though. Jesus. <laughs> I wish I saw you might want to put on some bread or something, don't you? I don't know. Yeah, well, I'll just fucking we don't tuck do in. That. We don't do that in Sausage Corner, mate. Sorry. It's got a bit of booze in there, doesn't it? Pretty intense. Yeah, so there we go. Um, cool. Thanks, David. Appreciate all the uh, samples you sent me, mate. Bloody good, aren't you? Good job. The On the back, sausage man of all these, you know, controversies that our that our wonderful representatives from both of our wonderful countries have been involved in over the years. Yeah. <clears throat> what what we can say is. They're putting themselves in the limelight. So what I think the goal for 2019 for the pinnacle needs to be is to get involved in as many sexual misdemeanours and controversies as possible. Basically, this year, the pinnacle yeah. has to have fun. That's it. That's what it's all going to be about. No, just pretend like our whole year yeah. is an NRL off-season. Yeah. As it were. So it's going to be a 7T kind of, of year yeah, yeah. of 2019. Good. But what we will be doing is introducing some of our favourite, famous characters of the sports in the coming weeks. Um, coming up with the Fun 15 and the Electric 11 for cricket, of course. Just whatever other characters that we see as excelling in the um, sort of extracurricular side of, of their various um, sports. sports. Yep. Mm-hmm. And just trying to get on board in, in this tradition of just having as much fun as you possibly can whilst maintaining professionalism at the same time. Mm. Um, and I we're think that's, that's got to be our... That's what we're all about here at the Pinnacle. Our goal for 2019. 110% really. entertainment. So, I think that about wraps it up for this week and just just keep having as much fun as possible. Yeah. And, and when uh, you've had a bit too much fun, have a little bit more. Yeah, that's it. There's, you never have too much fun. Uh, we'll be back next week. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, the first weekend of Super Rugby. Uh, we might, if we get a chance, look, look at some of the... Um, Six Nations, but I mean, who really cares, to be honest? There's no Six Nations on this week, I don't know. Oh, well, okay, so we definitely won't be looking at that. And I hope that we see one of our names in the newspaper next week, because we've got a big weekend coming up. Well, I think it's probably going to be yours. Oh, I mean, actually, mine might be in there for my birthday, because it's my birthday this weekend, but uh, yours will definitely be there in the coming weeks. Of course, don't forget to donate to our fund to send us to Japan and to get me a new jacket. Uh, the, the, the Japan, 2019. Boise and Sausage, yeah, right. And Boise's Japan. New Jacket.com. Boise's New Jacket.com, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you next week.
Sehr gut. Well, that's that's great. Oh, that's, and he's and that, he's going back in for another another kiss on the bunk. Oh, 